Hey, God bless you. This is your brother, Mado, from Roundtable Talks. Now, I want to ask you a question. What are the benefits? What are the benefits of serving God? Check it out on today's Roundtable Talks. Now, um, when we uh, try to get a new job and we are successful in the interview and the, the, the employer is ready to make an offer, he gives us a list of benefits that we are going to have if we decide to work for the company. Now, we already have spoken to another company and they have certain benefits. We're going to compare the benefits between the two and we're going to choose the best one, the best benefits. That is normal. That is how, it, that's how it's done. Now, what are the benefits of serving God? There's, an, there's so many benefits to serving God that I will be able to cover them all. But we have a nice x-ray vision here given to us in Job chapter 1, verse 8 through 10. And I'm going to read it quickly so I can, so we can share a couple of thoughts. It says, Then the Lord said to Satan, Yes, the Lord spoke to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job, that there is none like him on earth, a blameless and upright man, one who fears God and shuns evil? So Satan answered the Lord and said, Does Job fear God for nothing? Have you not, notice this, have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around all that he has on every side? You have blessed the work of his hands, and his possessions have increased in the land. Notice what the enemy is saying. I know that Job is blessed. I know the job is covered because I have tried to destroy him. And then after I failed to destroy him, I went to destroy his household. After I failed to destroy his household, I noticed that he was protected on every single side. You bless the work of his hands and his possessions have increased because of this. In other words, I try to destroy his marriage. I try to destroy his children. I try to destroy everything that belongs to him. I try to destroy his reputation at work. I try to destroy his reputation, his reputation in the city. I try to destroy him. I try to create certain situations where he will fall on his face. But I have failed time and time again because notice what verse 10 says have you not made a hedge around him now around him is a hedge it is a wall that the enemy and his minions cannot cross alcoholism couldn't cross it adultery couldn't cross it financial destruction couldn't cross it Infirmity couldn't cross it. Danger couldn't cross it. The enemy tried it all. Everything, all the weapons that the enemy had, he was pushing and pushing, trying to break through that wall until he said, I need to do something outside my own box and see what's so special about this man because I noticed that God is protecting him 
on every side. He says, you have not, have you not made a hedge around him, around his household, and around everything that he has on every side? And you have blessed everything that he possesses. You see, when you serve the Lord, your children are blessed. Your wife is blessed. Your job is blessed. Even your card is blessed. Everything that you have that belongs to you is blessed. Yes, certain situations will come. But those situations that could have come or that will come could be worse if you don't have the Lord. Now, when the situations do arrive, they only come there to make you stronger. But notice what the enemy says once again. You made a hedge around him. The Lord protects those who belong to him. The Lord bless those who belong to him. Now, if you want to belong to him, you need to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. God bless you. Hello. Did you forget something? Have you forgotten what it feels like to live? Check it out. Roundtable Talks. Um, depression. Such a real thing. Such a horrible, horrible disease. Where a person that is healthy feels like an empty shell. Feels like they are alive but not alive. They feel lonely yet surrounded by people. They feel unworthy even though people say that they love them. They don't feel worthy of even that love. Let's let's consider these things. In Psalm 109, 103, excuse me. There's a situation where David is expressing something to his, he's talking to himself. And he says in this psalm, he says, Bless the Lord, O my soul, all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Number one, he says, all that is within me needs to do something. All that is within me needs to praise God at this moment. All that is within me needs to be shaken up and it needs to pronounce and declare verbally that the Lord is good, that the Lord is to be blessed. Why? Verse 2. He says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits. One of the benefits that you have in the Lord, of the many, is that you are alive. You are a special creation that he made. A person that he made so that you can have a relationship with him. A loving relationship with the creator of the universe. He's interested in you. And he says, bless the Lord, all my soul, and forget not all his benefits. And then he's going to give us a list of benefits. He says, he forgives all of your iniquities. Number one, our iniquities are forgiven by him. He forgives them. Our failures, our shortcomings, whatever we think of ourselves that is, that is less of ourselves, he forgives us. He restores us. And then he says, he heals all of your diseases. 
there's physical diseases and there's emotional diseases. And he says he heals you out of all of them. God is always healing. God is always repairing all scars. He's always there ready to heal you if you so desire. Heal you emotionally. Heal you physically. Heal you in a way that only he can. And he says here, verse 4, He redeems your life from destruction. He crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Number one, he redeems your life. You know, when something is redeemed, it means it gives back its value. God gives value to your life. If you feel that your life is not worth anything, God will give it back its value. He will give it so much value that you will appreciate it beyond measure. And then he puts a crown on your head. A crown of love and kindness. God does that. He places an authority of love and an authority of kindness. It's a, a crown represents authority. It represents power. Power, love, power, kindness. And not only that, he says, and tender mercies. And then your mouth will be satisfied by declaring the good things that God is doing. Verse 5. He satisfies your mouth with good things so that your youth is renewed like the eagle. You know, when you're happy, it makes you look younger. When you're happy, it makes you look brand new. Because the Lord is good to you.